trends Listen to two best friends You each have the word on the strings Word on the strings Welcome to Word on the Streets, the podcast where we unpack straight culture. And our flag, flag, flag. I'm Sam. And I'm Joe. Welcome back. Uh, so excited. So exciting. Second week on Instagram Live. Yeah, it's going well. Hopefully the fans stand. Yeah. A nice interactive experience. Got good reviews last time. Hoping for some maintaining positive reviews this time. Yeah, it's really hard to balance the like, oh my god, look at the fans. Oh my god, comment, look at the scintillating speed, conversation. Comment conversation. Right that. Comment conversation. Sort of having to go between two modes. Because I really can't... I, when, I, when I'm reading the the vast amount of comments we get on every episode, vast. I'm really not listening to the things you're saying, and I'm barely putting out words of my own. You know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. It's tough to read something, especially something as scintillating as the things our fans are saying to us. I love to read. And also hear the things that you're trying to say to me. It's like there's this thing with language where you can't read it and listen to something. Right, which is troubling because that was the only way I was able to understand French, was reading it and listening, and I could not speak or write it. Use was bad at French. I was, I, I'm bad at languages, for sure. Well, I was pretty bad at languages until I went to Spain and learned it. Of course, of course. I actually did get pretty good at German in my three semesters of learning it. That's crazy. Is it? A little bit. Or were you not listening to me because you were reading the comments? No, like, why did you not learn French, but you learned German in three semesters? Well... After four years of high school French. German is so much easier because... It's pretty much English, but it's it sounds just English. Weird. It's just English, and everything is the same because they're both Germanic languages and not Romance languages. Very right? that. Very that. Yeah. I think yeah. English comes out more so of that. But, oh my god, how are you guys? We, yeah, is everyone's quarantine going well today, this week? I mean, much, much to, I mean, I feel like it doesn't look like I had a great week. Oh uh, my god, you had a great week, Brittany. I did, yeah. I, it looks like I had a mental breakdown, but I actually feel really good, and I'm enjoying having the cut. People have, you know, made their comments, and I think I'm through the bulk of people making jokes about it. Who made jokes about it? I'll kill them. My co-workers, my family members, other members of the bunker themselves. They are literally dead meat to me. We're getting good today, but spiraling overall and holding it down. Um, Good. That makes sense. Yeah, I have, I mean, I think we talked about this last time where it's sort of like, you have, a, you have a couple days in a row where it's okay, yeah. and then you have a couple days in a row where it's not okay, yeah. and you just cycle through those sorts of periods in your life. And it's okay not to be good. Yeah, you don't have to be good all the time. It's okay to not be it's good. It's okay to not be good. Like, for real. Because this shit is crazy. And uh, before we get too far into the show, I do want to mention that we have a hard out, much like last week. We do have a hard out. So it is, we missed Taco Tuesday because our avocados weren't ripe, so we're having like a Mexican heritage evening, having some tacos. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. Which is tonight. And so that starts at 7 and we only... We have a hard out. We have a hard out and that's just something we want to be upfront about up at the front. Something else I wanted to talk about up front, up in the front, front, trunk, in the blunt, blunt. Right. Is that we just watched Grave of the Fire? Oh yeah, it's sort of a weird vibe to come into a recording of the show where we're trying to be light or funny. Yeah. Um, Grave of the Fireflies, one of the most, most heart-wrenching, heartbreaking, yeah. uh, sad films I have ever witnessed. I've seen some sad movies. 
This one was so sad. Yeah. It was truly so sad. It's all part of our Studio Ghibli journey, and we're enjoying it a lot, but this one was one neither of us had ever seen before. I just knew it was sad and about World War II, so kind of figured there would be a lot of death, but... uh, It was like generational trauma after generational trauma, girl. And, like, all these horrible, tragic things kept happening, and it was... It uh, got dark. It was bad. It was... Uh, But, like, it's such a good... Like, it's such a good film. Yeah. But that is the level we're coming at you with yeah the the vibration was low we're trying we're slowly coming back up but i highly recommend Hayao Miyazaki's movies like everybody should watch them absolutely um can't confirm i i've seen so many i had never seen before already and we have eight more films to watch before getting to or no well i'm we're gonna watch two in a row now that i've seen already but then we've Six in a row that I've never heard or that I've heard of but never seen. Yeah, and I'm very excited about it. Trisha, your sister just commented that she got hand sanitizer, which is awesome, and I'm yeah. supremely jealous of her. She's pretty much like a toilet paper and toiletries dealer at this point. So true, but like legally, because that <laughs> shit isn't legal. Sort of just picking it up and paying legal tender for it for people. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I mean, I loved hand sanitizer before all the time happened but i never really thought about it that much and i was also sort of in the like well i just wash my hands you know camp um mm-hmm. even though i did use hand sanitizer but now i'm like that's some good stuff it's all right i like to wash my hands more though oh, yeah for sure and that's just because it's more effective but it's also like that slimy like film you get on your hands after you mm-hmm. use some hand sanitizers also it is cute. so easy to pull out too much of it where when you're washing oh, yeah. your hands, no matter how much soap you have on your hands, like, there's water there and you'll be able to wash it off. If you have, like, a single droplet of too much hand sanitizer, it will stay with you for years. We getting drunk drunk. I do. The smell of it is intoxicating, though. Yeah. It's, like, youthful, but fucker. It's like, it's, like, sanitized. It's, like, you, it's, the smell of it makes you think you're okay. Or that you're safe. The sensory memory. Yeah. I'm disinfected. I had a shower today. Wow, beyond proud. Also, I would just like to say I did help touch up Sam's haircut a little bit. So True. After all of this, I am now a hairstylist. If anybody needs their hair cut, trimmed, dyed, or um, drip dried. Right. Shout out to Fred Egler uh, lending me the hair clippers in my time of most need. Uh, which was is the mom. Which was a week ago tonight. Yeah. Uh, I went around my own head at a three, and then Joe came upstairs from making masks and touched it up at like a two slash one. Yeah. Just like a little touch up. Um, thank you for letting me do it. It was fun. Yeah, we did it right there in the bathroom, uh, and it was good. You know, I'm happy that I don't have so much hair anymore. Yeah, I love getting fine. my hair cut. I think after this, I am going to go to, like, a hairdresser I know was around during the 80s and just be like, give me white snake hair. Like, give me hair metal hair. Like, I think I may be resolved to not cutting it myself, mm, waiting, fair. growing it out, and then just being like, I'm going to give this to someone who was alive during the 80s, who was there, who knows. You, you're, I, that's the part that's true. Like, I just feel like some, someone who wasn't alive in the 80s would probably be able to 
Give me the same haircut. Yeah. Sure, but I want the real deal. Authentic. I, I want someone it. who saw the Twisted Sister music videos when they were coming out. You know what I mean? You are going to do some serious interviewing for your hairdresser. I already think I know. I can't wait to return to the sure hands of Igor the Barber in uh, Crown Slay, Heights. Slay, yeah. You think Igor in Crown Heights, too? Yeah, he, that's who I go to. Oh, I thought you had an Igor in Pittsburgh as well. Well, no, my mom used to go to an Igor that would do her hair, and I've gone to him as well, but... This he, is a different Igor entirely. Yeah, he moved to New York, I think. But I go... The Igor that I go to is a very elderly man. Hair by Igor. And he's amazing. And everybody who... Co- you have to get an appointment with him, because if you just come in and try to get in his seat, people just keep coming in with appointments to see him. Oh, and so you wow. don't... You, like, can't, basically. Yeah. Even if you're trying to go to him. It's like you could walk in, but you'll be there for six hours. Yeah. Um, which is, you know... I used to be a walk-in, but then I would keep getting set with these bad people... These people who were just, like, not good at cutting hair and so had to just start making an appointment and that's what you went for was to get your hair cut yeah it's like that's their they're doing a bad job with my look which i don't like yeah fuck that i'm ready what is what are you are you still saying is mullet what you're still going for what is what rock what kind of rock are you saying hair metal like crazy yes like yes it'll be mullet-esque but it'll be like Big up here and like yeah. What do you say to the detractors that think that you only want a mullet because you've seen Crystal Method's hair? Who are these detractors? I'm just saying like it's a thought that I've had in my mind. It's like, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I just think that people think that you only started Listen, thinking about it. The mullet was a conversation before Crystal Method. Crystal Method definitely. Well, here I'll say this. Crystal Method maybe inspired the mullet idea a little bit. I was already high contact. I was already thinking about doing, like, um, what's his name from Great British Bake Off? And, like, oh, yeah, you've been the Mighty Boosh. Noel Fielding. Noel I was going to get the Noel yeah. Fielding haircut. And that's kind of a mullet. It's, like, mullet-esque with the bangs and, like, the whatever. So, like, that was going to be the thing. And then it just morphed into mullet as Crystal Method. And I feel like a little bit before I was toying around with it. Got it. You've been... I mean, you... you but again, no moves have been made, so I am all time. You, you follow these twinks' haircut choices to the end of the earth. You know, you wanted the Timotei Chalamet, you yeah. wanted the Noel Fielding, and now you're on Crystal Method. It's like, who will take over the apple of your eye next? Exactly. I don't know. Who's out there? I don't... Yeah, I can't think of other people with, like... Good hair. Yeah. I mean, first it was Ezra Miller. Oh... <laughs> What? I'm just like, no Agree. comment. Oh, why? Agree slash no comment. Because he attacked someone. Oh, so what? Someone. Oh, so what? I'm just kidding. I really don't know the full scope of this. Was it like a fan encounter like Charlie where they wanted it? I don't think so. <laughs> and I think even... I think that that is a bad uh, line of thought to go down. Okay. Uh, but wait, did someone ask Charlie to attack them? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I'm just being stupid. Oh. Irregardless, um, let's move on to the word on the straight. Is it too early? I don't care. What time is that? All right, we got this. Set us up, Joe. Okay, ladies and gents, this has been something that's really been helping us get through 
the quarantine. Very that. Yeah, she's really been there for us, and we hope she's been there for you. Today, we wanted to talk to all of you about HGTV, honey. What? I can't even remember when this fixture came into my life, but since coming back home for quarantine, it really has started to take up a presence in my mind and in my life. Oh, yeah. Love It or Listed is my rock. It's always kind of been my rock. And Hillary and the other guy are incredible. <laughs> and the other guy. What's the other guy's name? No idea. Uh, yeah, there's just, it's just all these... It, is every show about selling a house? Because it does seem that way, but I think it's just all the popular ones are about the house selling. All the good ones are about selling homes, but there, it's, it's just fun to like glaze over and watch one where they redo a house. And Lover to List is both, and that's why it's the best. Because, yeah, they remodel it, and then they decide whether they're going to sell it or keep it. David. It's Hillary and David. Of course. Of course. Of course. David. Right. Okay. Yes. HGTV is good. I mean, this idea came to me because we were watching an episode of The Property Brothers, which I have been very vocal about them being my absolute enemies for so long. What? (laughs) (laughs) I just... I've... I've... You know, I've just never... uh, Given, my, I've never given them much thought, but I just really don't like their place in culture. Here's the thing about the Property Brothers: they released a country single, or at least yeah. one of them did, and I'm not here for that. The thing with the Property Brothers is that they've just been trying to be famous for a really long time, and then this is the avenue that worked out for them. Very that. It's like you could have just stuck to being. HGD, HGTV personalities, but they branched out onto music and other things. No, what I'm saying is that they tried so many other things before being on HGTV. Oh, they did? Yeah. And then, like, so, but then this is, them hosting the show is, like, why, like, what worked? What else did they try? I mean, like you said, they're musicians, and then I also think they tried to be magicians for a while. Shut the uh, fuck up. And just, up. I bet, I mean, they're both attractive men. I'm sure they tried modeling and acting <gasps> and stuff. Um, uh, Squirrel Home Mom is telling us that one of those brothers yeah. is dating I'm Zoe pretty Michelle. sure they're actually, they're engaged. That is nuts. She's too weird for that. Like, she's too quirky they're, to date a property brother. I know, because they're weird too. And the thing is that they, they actually weird. met doing carpool karaoke. Why was he in the car during Zoe Deschanel's? Because it was the Deschanel sisters and the property brothers pairing up for, uh, carpool karaoke. And apparently it worked because, you know, they're engaged now. This is why we can't have nice culture, you guys. Apparently they're not engaged, but they are dating. <laughs> that is the straightest thing I've ever heard. James Corden's carpool karaoke. And he wasn't even in the car. The Property Brothers. Was one of the Property Brothers driving? I can't recall. I think they just released the episode. That is nuts. And it's like HGTV at large is a pretty gay concept. It should be, but I don't think there is enough gay people on it. There aren't. There aren't enough gay hosts on HGTV. And there aren't enough gay guests on, like, house hunting shows. There are some. There are some. Because you know there have to be gay guys buying houses, but we never see them. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Yeah, of course, sometimes. But I'm saying, like, there is a small percentage of the time. It's like, show me two bitchy, like, fags buying a Parisian penthouse. Absolutely. I did hear about an episode recently where a gay triad was buying a house, though. Fierce. 
I've not seen the episode, but I want to. It was Nebraska and Derek Barry. Wasn't Willem on an episode of... <gasps> yes, House I never Hunters? watched it. I haven't seen it either, but Willem the Drag Queen was oh, on an episode of House Hunters. Gonna need to watch that. Gotta take a look at these comments because we've been hearing from people and I haven't been able to look at what's going on. Oh, that makes me hate the Property Bros even more. Emily, we are aligned. I knew you yeah. were a sibling. Love it or Listen has some classic gay couple issues. Yeah, totally. Does that mean gay couple like episodes, episodes yeah. or okay i just thought like issues with gay couples like not having enough of them which is my classic game right issue. i always thought david was gay but i don't think he is the mm-hmm. real turn lover list him i came up in the era of trading spaces was that it was this an hgtv oh show? my god who cares if it was on hgtv it's, it's, it's let's HGTV talk about trading spaces. vibe hgtv yeah. vibe uh, Paige I, Davis. Paige Davis. And that's Hildy. also that's also where Ty came from, right? And then he went on to do Extreme Makeover. Ty Bennington. Yeah, isn't wasn't he? Was one he of a designer? We're gonna need confirmation. I'm not, from I mean, the I'm audience. sure we can get some commentary in here to correct us. This yeah. is, I mean, honestly, having these live corrections is so great because we do so helpful for us. <laughs> we say so many things that are just flagrantly false. Totally. Uh, and then they they are finally being fixed live here for us. But I love getting called out. Trading spaces is great. Uh, Oh my god, Trading Spaces was, and it, it was, like, there were some true hack jobs on that show, you know what I mean? Like, people fully let those designers destroy their homes. And I love, well, I love it because the neighbors would switch houses, you know? Yeah. And they would, like, redesign it, but then, I, you you send that clip pretty frequently where it's, like, all the terrible Trading Spaces designs <laughs> and, like, oh, yeah. rooms, and they, what is that one where there's, like, hay Literally, on the wall? they glue hay to someone's wall. <laughs> they fucking it's glue so hay to someone's wall. Oh my god. But that's really where the start of this moment uh, came together with, like, <laughs> interior design. For me, in the, anyway, I have no memory of... I mean, this is one, Trading Spaces is one of my earliest memories. I have no other concept what? of what the earlier, like, versions of this idea were. I'm sure there were tons. I'm sure, but I just have no memory of it Trading Spaces was one of the earliest ones, I bet. Trisha, friend of the pod, sister of the pod, used to we used to do this thing where like we would be like reenacting them seeing the apartment for the first time or mm-hmm. seeing the renovation for the first time, and Trisha would be like, "Hildy, the designer," and I'd be like, "Oh my god, I love it!" Or, I mean, I hate it. We would say I hate it, but acting like we loved it. Oh, we'd be yeah. like this is so fucking ugly. Because, I hate you. Because like it was good. Only sometimes would it be, you know. Good. I mean, I, I, I guess I don't really remember that much, but I guess I've just watched the ones where it's bad more frequently. The a spin on this show that I do not particularly care for, though, is a good concept. Is design on a dime? I feel like in in the grand scheme of things, that's not what I want to see. What you mean? That's like people who don't have no money. Yeah, to they're like their house. they're redoing they're redoing someone's house for like. On, like, a $500 budget, I think, or something. Or, like, very small. That's just going to Target, you guys. Yeah, it's just not... Because, like, I'm watching this show to live a fantasy. No. Yeah, exactly. And it's just not for me, personally. But I can understand where... But I wasn't watching... I wasn't trying to remodel my house at the time. So I can understand why you might want, like, a life hack, life-saving tip. Totally. But for me, I'm trying to watch and sort of think about things that I could never have. Right. I just want Bobby from Queer Eye to come into my house and give me money. Yeah. Give me the money. That's, I think it's hacked to make jokes about Bobby, like, that sort of stuff, you know? Where people are like, he's, like, it's like, obviously he's doing so much, like, so much more than everyone else, and it's just, like, very overdone. To, like, it's not only him. 
Of course not, but and they make the whole crew. Out. Yeah, of course. The thing that I will joke about Bobby is that he paints everything fucking blue. Mm, you, it's a, it's a. You, it's once known. you pointed out, no, I'm saying like you pointed that out to me, and I'm like, it's true. But blue does look good. But he is cool tones for everyone. It's like that's not everyone's tea. That's true. But I mean, but, it does usually look good. And that's part like, of the issue with trading spaces, where it's like maybe these neighbors don't know what I want. No, I think trading spaces is actually trying to be punked. You know, mm. like they hire these batshit artist designers who like will definitely fuck up these people's home. So there's drama, but like the drama's at the end of the episode for t- five seconds. So there's like not a good payoff. Because like we're neighbors and best friends, but I wouldn't want you to design my room. That's real, and my- you wouldn't want me to design your room. No, my room looks like an enchanted cave. Haunted cursed, by Lady Gaga. You know, yeah. Cursed Enchanted. So cursed Enchanted. Two sides. Vibe. Different coins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, maybe we would be good at it because we do know what each other likes. Yeah. It would be funny. Maybe. We could do it virtually in The Sims. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's no stakes. Low stakes, though. Very low stakes. Um, but then that, this was this conversation, we were talking about Ty because he was, my mom said he was the contractor in one of the comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he went on to do Extreme Makeover Home Edition, which is a show that my family watched. Every, like, we watched every new episode of it for, like, years. That show was upon phenomenon. years upon years upon years. It's a good show. That show is, was gripping. I mean, they would take these... I mean, they would basically just destroy the small, tiny house that they found yeah. and then created entirely huge mansion yeah. from nothing, basically, because that's just, like, they figured out that that was the way to go about doing this. Totally. They would take sometimes, like, really specific um, scenarios, too, or, like take a family with, like, a child who has, like, some specific condition and build the house around them or, like, yeah. do all sorts of, like, heartwarming shit like that. Of course. And it, I mean, it got the tears moving every time. And Ty's secret project every episode. You remember that? I don't. I, I'm, like, I'm piecing together memories, but I don't really remember those. So Ty would be, like, the head designer. Yeah, he's, like, the host. So he would then be, like, all right, and now I'm going to work on my special project. Nobody knows about this. Meanwhile, there's a camera following him, and he's like, this is the master ensuite bathroom that I'm going to make for the mom and dad, and they have no idea that we're doing it, and blurb, blurb, blurb. Okay. It was a moment. And it's called Extreme Makeover Home Edition because there was an Extreme Makeover Person Edition, but I've never seen or heard of that. Like, I just know that's true, but I've never actually seen it. Have you seen Botched? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> branded-wise. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and, but, like, but this is, this was making me think of... Move that bus. Well, uh, yeah, move that bus, obviously, famous, <laughs> iconic catchphrase, move yeah. that bus. Uh, so good. This was making me think of the show where Exhibit would re- do... Oh, my God! Fucking Pin My Ride. Pin My Ride, yeah. Pin My Ride. That show was Extreme Makeover, but for a car, and every episode would end with them opening the trunk, and they had four TVs, and it was four Xboxes. Yeah, like an Xbox, but... Honestly, sometimes I feel like it would be under the hood, and then yeah. there would be an Xbox. It's just like there's the always hood. like seven TVs in this car, yeah. and it's like kind of it brings the party with you. I guess that's the concept. Okay, my ride was so fucking cool, like taking Scion XBs and putting like a hot tub on top, 
Can't I just said hot tub and trunk? Yes, um, hot tub and trunk. There's fully so many comments that I missed. I'm sorry to can't keep up with the you comments, know, guys. Keep I them just rolling. Have to, I'm trying to look. Maybe we should have this closer to us next time so I can see from far away. Or we need to be closer. No. You know, we're, guys, we're working things out as we go through um, the day. Pin my ride is good. It did inspire the good um, online meme of you know. It's like. So I, it's like I heard you. I'm not gonna do this meme right now, but it's like do it. It's, it's like I heard you like potatoes. So I put a potato in your potato and put a potato <laughs> yeah. in your potato or whatever. And yeah. then it's just like a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, so good. The classic, uh, uh, like 2007 internet humor. And the theme song was good. Oh, I don't remember it. Got to pimp my run. a little bit. It was kind of like that. I. Don't remember those. I'm sorry. It's okay. So, you guys know Chip and Joanna. Let's get real. I, yeah. HGTV, these crazy southern couple, they are wild, but they now have their own, like, full, they have their own television network, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They are developing their own television network. And what's their show on HGTV? That's called... Oh my god! I can't wait for someone to tell us in the comments. But yeah, I can't you guys remember. know Chip and Joanna. It's they're wild. What is their show called? Flip or flop? Flip. I'm flipping my flop. I got it in my head. Yeah, flop it or flip it. Great. And then, then because that inspired cause people love that show because it inspired so many spinoffs in different cities where they're like flip or flop, blah, flip yes. or flop, blah. Yeah. Uh, and Chip Gaines is. An enigma. I uh, and uh, okay, well, because th- we were watching Flipper Flop for hours upon hours upon hours at a time in our first week of quarantine. It was very comforting. Um, and it's what? What are we saying? It's not Flipper Flop. What's it called then? What are they saying? I don't know. Liz McMahon is weighing in to say that it's not Flipper Flop, but not telling me what it's called. Wow. Just saying. How helpful. Um. So chip. <laughs> Today's a good day for a good day. Exactly. Like, Joanna <laughs> Joanna knows when she's redoing houses, like, some people have bad taste and they like tasteless things. So she puts up, like, you know, like, words in someone's doorway because they're going to love that. And that's fine. Go off. Yeah. The, like, Joanna knows what these Texas moms want. The words thing is another thing you pointed out to me where I'm like, she does do this in every single She house. puts words in everyone's house. Like, live, laugh, love. Today's a good day for a good day. I'm today living now. It's all about living in the moment. I guess. It's all about big words on walls, I guess. Just, like, huge lettering up across the wall. I've never had huge hey, lettering. Um, we did have that, um... Oh, yeah, we had hashtag amazing on our thing. Joe, if you had a gigantic word on your wall, what would it be? Wow. I don't know. Right now, it would be Chromatica. Mm, I guess that makes sense. But, I mean, I have a big chalkboard in my room where I would just write things, and it's never been erased. True. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure, because there was a time when you were watching Weeds and you explained the plot of the first three seasons of Weeds to me using the chalkboard, and I'm pretty sure those schematics are still on the wall. Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah, totally. Just saying. If I had a word on my wall, I was thinking maybe weeds like... Weeds was good. Weeds yeah. is really good. I was thinking, um, cheese. Just cheese? I couldn't... That was the first thing that came to my mind, where it's sort of like exemplary. I, You know what? I have almost... Um, like on a whim purchased those like felt boards with the lettering 
80 times in my life and I've never bought one. You know those things where they're like, it's just like a board with a bunch of lines on it and you can put letters into it and it just like says different things? Sure, yeah. It's like an influencer thing. And I've but it lights up? But it lights up? No, it's just like felt. Okay. And I've almost bought one 1,000 times. And I never have. We could make that downstairs. I can make that in five minutes. Or I could buy it from Target for twenty six ninety nine. Twenty six dollars for a bunch of cut out felt letters. Yeah, absolutely not, Sam. I just think that that's you know. I mean, I haven't yet, and that's part of it. Thank God, I'll make you one. Let's talk $5. Amazon purchases. Um, in the past twenty or in the past week, I've I've ordered a a razor clipper and also a pair of off brand Uggs. Wow. I was averse to Uggs for a while until I got a pair for Christmas. And, like, New York, nobody tells you this. You need slippers. I, I've i never... I haven't had one in... I haven't had a pair of slippers in years. And I am so close to having... To writing that wrong. Yeah. Oh, uh, we are getting confirmation that Flip for Flop is a show from L.A. with the divorce Yeah, couple. they're telling us what it isn't. And it's like, let us know what it's called. So let we can me know say it before the end of the episode. What show... Oh, we are getting information oh. that Delia Conti bought a salad spinner. So. Oh, yeah. I'm glad we're talking. Oh, I did say let's talk Amazon purchases. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I, so see, got- Delia Conti got a salad spinner. I've, I have not had a salad spinner since I'm living here. Um, and I think that they are good, but I think for the most part, I'm okay without having washed my salad, my lettuce. <gasps> the show is called Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. Thank Joanna. you. Iconic. Thank you so much, L. McMahon and Squirrel Hill Mom. Yeah. L. McMahon. Elle McMahon, Liz Mack. Liz Mack. Um, I have not purchased anything on Amazon lately, mm-hmm. but I do need shoes. I very desperately need, like, a some sneakers. Mm-hmm. Mama needs a new pair of shoes. So, looking at, like, ASOS and Thing. What size shoe are you? Um, like a 12 mm-hmm. to, like, a 12 and a half. Whoa. Yeah. I'm an 11 and a half. Hard 11 and a half. Go off. Um, and I think that my feet are different sizes, but I don't remember what they exactly are. Ooh, yeah. That's cool, though. Apparently, like, everyone's are. Yeah, like, a little bit. No one's perfectly symmetrical. Girl, you know somebody is. Or they had surgery. Like, celebrities are, for sure. Yeah, because they can, like, get rounded out. They can sand down your toes. That makes sense. Ooh, 16 bars of dumb soap. That's um, iconic. Ray says they normally don't buy anything from Amazon, but they did just get a discontinued Jeopardy card game for... What's a Jeopardy card game? That doesn't... I don't even know what that is. I, I imagine it's like a trivia scenario. Like, mm. there's just a bunch of cards with questions on them for like 400 yeah. so or it's 600. Like, it's, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And it's it, the, probably what it is is that you get the category. It's like each card has a category on it. Very that. I guess it does make sense when mm. I put more than one second of thought into it. When you use your mind grapes for more than three point mils. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Ooh, Trisha's cleaning up on Amazon. Disinfecting wipes, sanitizer, cleaning spray, uh, produce scrub brush. Liz McMahon bought four puzzles yesterday. Yeah, she told me about that. She says she likes a specific brand of puzzle, and I respect that. I we my sister has built the border of our second puzzle and we have um, not continued working on it yet. But it's a beautiful nature scene and I'm very excited to get to work on it. Totes, most of. What are you? So you're thinking about shoes? I need a new pair of running shoes actually, um, but mm-hmm. I don't know if now is really the most. I don't. Do I? Li- I'm not, do I need it right now? Probably not. Um, which is you know, 
fine. A vibe, yeah. Oh, I've started doing yoga with Adrian, and it's good. That's good. Um, I'm enjoying it. The videos are only, like, 20 minutes long, which I am fine with because I I ultimately don't want to do it for longer than that. Yeah. But I also feel like it's not enough. You could watch two in a row. I could, but see, what I'm saying is I don't want to. <laughs> right. So I so I support her in her choice to make them 20 minutes long. I remember doing yoga with Adrian once or twice. Honestly, the, um, oh, we're getting word that the avocados that we're having for dinner are perfectly right. They're perfect. So that's iconic. Um, what were we just talking about? We were talking about running shoes Do and I, yoga with Adrian. Yeah, yoga with Adrian is cool, but... I feel like 40 minutes is a good good amount of time. You could do, like, a warm-up dish and then... It probably would be good to start doing two in a row. We'll see what I do you know, tomorrow. She did a 30-day run recently that I've been going through, so I'm on day four. Um, and, you know, I'm not in any rush, so yeah. I could probably start just keep doing one per day, but, you know. I went on a long walk today. It was very good. Got my uh, quarantine walk in, and it was beautiful. I've also been pumping out the masks. Pumping out masks. How many would you estimate you've pumped out? Pumping out about... I don't know. I, earlier I might have said 15. I would say now I'm definitely at like 15, 20 at least. Let me think. Oh my god, yeah, maybe 30. Wow. Maybe. That's amazing. But yeah, pumping them out, the design is getting perfected. Wish I didn't have to do this, but here... We are. Yeah. Oh, and to correct from last week, uh, I was asked to estimate how much seltzer I have had in quarantine, and I definitely underestimated because ultimately, mm. I think I have it like I have close to probably fourteen a week, and that's okay. Fourteen to twenty-one. You know, two or three a day. You really need a soda stream. I have one in New York waiting for me yeah. to come back to it. That's it was a birthday up. present that arrived at my house the day after we left. Yeah, that is such a bummer. Soda streams are lit. Like, not even do they need to be on iconic, non iconic, because it's so evident that they're iconic. It's gonna save my life in so many ways. A lot of, like, animals' lives. Financially, spiritually, uh, you know, having to take out the recycling so much unbelievably less. The metaphysical trauma of taking out the recycling. <laughs> yeah. Obvi. Because, okay, this was something that I, I, it caused controversy that I didn't know would cause so much controversy. <sighs> Last week I tweeted out that I would rather do the dishes than take out the garbage, and yeah. people really came for me in ways that I wasn't expecting, because they were saying, no way, I would rather take out the garbage. But to me... Like, that means we're a perfect pair. We're a perfect duo. Because you're taking out the garbage, and I'm doing the dishes. Sure. But they were just like, you're wild for this. Right, like, I'm wrong. And it's like, that's fine. I'll do the dishes. Or it takes two to tango, bench. I would much prefer, rather, to take out the trash or the cycling than do the dishes. That's my vibe. Mm -hmm. That's just, like, the way people take. Yeah, I'm, that's just always been how I've been. Um, when I was working in the dining commons at Penn State, I you know doing the dishes was part of, was one of the best uh, jobs you could do in there. You worked at the dining commons in the summer between my junior and senior year. Gag. Was it dramatic back there? No, not at all. Uh, could you listen to music? They were blasting. I, I, a radio show that I really enjoyed in the kitchen, sick. um, that like with good hosts and I, they had some fun guests on it. nine point something. I don't know, but you know, they were just playing the, you know, top 40 of today yeah. and got into a groove, which is where I, okay, that's where I learned that 
The knives are so hot when they come out of the dish thing. Yeah, girl. They're metal. That's what taught me that. Oh my god. Hey, Jenna. Welcome to the pod. Yeah. Okay, Derek says no touching icky dumpster. Exactly. It's like, I don't want to be touch the garbage. It's like, the thing about doing the dishes is you're covered in soap the entire time, and the thing about doing the garbage is that you actively have to touch things that are trash. I have literally not figuratively gone dumpster diving, like dove into dumpsters to look for shit. So I don't mind a little nasty. Yeah. Sort of like art student, not art student. Very that. Very that. Oh my God. Um, but okay. But like, what would you want in a HGTV redesigned kitchen? Here's the thing. Everybody wants this open concept. And I agree. I agree most generally that open concept is amazing but uh what i miss is like i'm just tired of modernism everything is just very unadorned rectangles and i like a little bit of embellishment or a little bit of like grunge even if it's not not that it's like tacky but you know i i'm definitely like my interior design a little bit wackier <laughs> than most like my ideal interior design is like Beetlejuice, the Beetlejuice house. You know what I mean? Mm. I actually don't because I haven't seen that movie since I was like four and I have no memory of it. Gag. It's maybe something to watch. Beetlejuice is lovely. It's all very like gray and like cemetery realness. But open concept is kind of overrated. My mom says boo open concept. Yeah. So like, it's a vibe. I think, ooh, uh, someone, my... Open has some drawbacks in the time of quarantine. Yeah, Liz McMahon, we're going to need what drawbacks. Further clarity. Yeah, what are your thoughts on on the open concept? Yeah. Or maybe we could have Liz join if she wanted to and come online to talk to us about Liz, I'm going to invite you. You can either accept or not accept. It's up to you. This is totally up to you. This is a spur of the moment. If she comes on, she comes on. If she doesn't come on, she doesn't come on. Yeah, it's that's fine. fine. It's either way, it's fine. And we can hear her thoughts on why open concept is bad in the time of quarantine. Because, like, most of the time you think you love it, and that's what everybody wants. It's been the buzzword of late forever, it seems. Oh, yeah. People love open con- open concept office, open concept living space, yeah. open concept kitchen, open concept, like, field. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. It doesn't seem like Liz wants to join. You know, it's fine. And that's really okay. Um... That's actually absolutely fine of her to say so, and that's okay to do so. Didn't even know. For me, if someone, if HGTV was going to redesign my current kitchen, I would absolutely beg for a wider everything. Everything in my kitchen is thin and like like this, and you can't put anything in any of the cupboards. And the dishwasher is super thin, and the refrigerator is like normal size, kind of, but also very small. Yeah, totally. Um, I've just like never seen such a thin dishwasher, you know. Yeah. Honestly, oh. if HGTV did my, um, a revamp of my apartment, I would want them. We have this, like, stupid little wall that's just, like, there for no good goddamn reason. Mm, and I between the like, kitchen and yeah. the living room. Yeah. Oh, hello. Liz! I had no idea what I looked like, so... But I had to turn on microphone access to my iPad. Oh my god, <laughs> hashtag let Liz in is trending. Hashtag let Liz in. Welcome to the pod. Um, uh, welcome sorry, here. this is really close to my face, but... Uh, you look great, kid. Yeah. Um, How are you, Liz? How is your quarantine? Quick throwback, here's a completed puzzle. Oh so my god, beautiful. Order more. 
I love that. We yeah. still. How's how are you quarantining? Is everything okay with you? You know, as I said um, to some of my teammates at work today, it feels like the longest roller coaster ride that I've ever been on that mm-hmm. I didn't pay money for, right? But I paid emotions for, you know. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like so. Uh, yeah, but I'm on an upswing, so it's been a series of good, a few good days. We love that. Also, I need to give a little shout out to... Avi, is she sleeping? Yeah, she um, is a little worn out from monitoring the river path um, and chiming in who should and shouldn't be walking down it. So Yeah, she <laughs> is the arbiter of that. Yeah, it, she had a really full afternoon. Yeah. Wow, as did I. So, like, what are some of the drawbacks? Yeah, explain to us, because as soon as we said Open Concept Kitchen, you said that there were issues with that in the quarantine, and I want to know more about what that means. Because Open Concept sounds good. Because it sounds like there would be, it would, it would like, dis, like distribute the bad air. So, in general, like, I'm <laughs> a fan of, like, Open Concept for, like, an airport, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, as someone who has been quarantining, quarantining and essentially one big room um it's just hard to have separation of space to like have different moments of your day right Mm -hmm. so i my kitchen dining living puzzling um it's all happening in the same place it's all in just one general space so as you try and set routine and make your day feel different as you segue from activity to activity it's hard to do that like I've tried doing live stream yoga and I'll be, you know, in side angle and just staring at all of my groceries that I leave out mm-hmm. on my counter thinking that's, you know, going to kill the germs. And, um, it's just stressful. I'm trying to Zen and I'm stressed. Yeah. That makes a so, lot of sense from feng shui, yeah. the different moments of the day, really. Cause I've been thinking about that a lot too, but it, obviously I don't live in an open concept, single studio apartment right now. But just like because I do, I wake up and I'm all like I'm immediately in my work day, and then like I don't leave or go anywhere, and then I'm just like still in my house, like immediate, like my work day ends, and I'm like supposed to be in like a new space, but I'm like in the place I've been in all day at work. Absolutely. Yeah, and like I'm seeing some chatter about like studios, so I do have you know my bedroom separate, but even just that, I've just been craving like one more room, but like I'm lucky as an introvert to be alone, um, in this moment. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I imagine there's many people who are introverts with roommates or, you know, many people in a family in a house together. So generally speaking, I know I've got a really great setup. There's just little moments where, uh, it's most certain- yeah. So that's all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What are you looking for most in a kitchen upgrade? Liz? like, what would be the first thing you would like Ooh. no budget? What would you go for? Um, someone in it that's cooking. Vibe. <laughs> In-house yeah. chef. Yeah, that's, that been, that's been the bottom of my quarantine. <laughs> any progress on that front? Preparation. Um. Have you made anything cool? Uh, no. Nice. As I'm, people who have... I could lie, but, uh, I, no. As no. people who have a sister in the kitchen preparing a Mexican food night for us, we can't really relate to this struggle. Right. Um, I've, I've lived vicariously through Emily's stories. 
Emily's Instagram stories really updating her friends with all the new things she's making has been amazing. She made the Earl Grey cake today from Bon Appetit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's bomb. so good. She made it like two weeks ago also, and it is one of my new favorite desserts. It's really good. I'd never heard of it before, and now I'm like fully obsessed. I'm a fan. Yeah, so I'm probably not a really good um, kitchen question answerer. Well, let me ask you this. Do you have an HGTV show that you like? Do you watch HGTV in your life? I haven't. I honestly, my TV consumption has been pretty strictly Netflix. Slam. Um, I watch cable mostly for sports and or if I record certain shows, namely SNL or The Good Place. Lately, but, um, and I'll fully admit to like recording a Hallmark Channel holiday movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Netflix has been getting most of my viewing time. So. Oh my god, M- Murder She Wrote was on the Hallmark mm-hmm. Channel last night. It was amazing. That feels very on brand. I didn't know that they played Murder She Wrote. I fucking love Murder She Wrote. Yeah. But it makes um, sense. It's like the tone is kind of the same. Yeah. Exactly. Like hence my on brand comment. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> I had never seen it before um, and didn't really watch too much of it. But it seemed like an enjoyable hour of TV. Yeah, I haven't honestly watched a lot of it either. Just I assume it's adjacent to the Golden Girls vibe, like the dramatic. Dramatic Golden Girls. It's soapier. It's soapier. You know. Um, maybe I'll watch Golden Girls front to back. I've never uh, done that. It's oh, so only good. Dabbled in, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm familiar with plot lines, but um, like I'm watching Go More Girls front to back for the first time. I have so many thoughts. That's different. Um, oh, because you only watched it when it was like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, maybe Golden Girls I'll watch front to back. Damn. I watched Golden Girls front to back, uh, like last year, and it was such an enjoyable trip. I am also on a very slow Gilmore Girls rewatch right now. Uh, just watched the episode where Rory and Dean fall asleep in Miss Patty's dance studio. Oh. Great up. Oof. Yeah. Okay. I, um, Emotions Rory run has high. Just started Yale. Mm. Um, that's where that's where I'm at, generally speaking. Wow. So, yeah. Um, it's like time traveling a little bit. Richard Gilmore just got Wi-Fi, and you're like, wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I have many, many thoughts on it. Lorelai Gilmore basically drives me nuts. Um, Are you kidding? She's the best. <laughs> no, she is drives me crazy. Emily Gilmore is the best. I mean, they're all Emily fucking Gilmore annoying. by far... The best character on this whole show. Emily is superior. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy, like, that Melissa McCarthy p- plays Suki because it's she's, like, a different person. Um, I caught an episode. I think shows her um, dynamics as an actress, so. Totally. I caught yeah. an episode today on cable. And we've all seen the show, right? Hashtag spoilers. <laughs> Skip ahead 15 seconds Yeah, if you don't want to hear Gilmore Girls spoilers. It was like, I think it was, I'm not even sure either. I just think it was Christopher, like Lorelai going, borrowing Suki's car and going to Christopher's apartment and being like, I'm not over you. And it's like, wow. Joe, that happens every, like, five episodes. (laughs) Very nice. Oh my god, okay, got it. Yeah. TBH, both Rory and Lorelai are pretty annoying. 
Yeah, Rory is cool for me through high school and early college, so I'm, I haven't hit that tipping point yet. Nice. I'm excited yeah. to refresh my thoughts on all the Gilmore Girls as I continue to my rewatch. Alisa Ogot, thank you for bringing up the best character, Lane. Lane fucking Lane's Hive. Great. Lane is great, but yeah. like underserved by the writers, I feel. Lane, and Lane's mom is even better. I fucking Mrs. love Lane. Cam, oh, yeah. obsessed with her. Yeah, absolutely. But that's what both she and Emily both Take no shit, and it's super admirable. Iconic. Similarly, Paris so. Geller. I'm obsessed with her. Paris is dumb. Let's move into iconic, not She's, iconic. Liz, oh. are you gonna? Are you? Are you willing we to would stay love for you to? Oh my participate? gosh, it would be an honor. Wow. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Iconic, not iconic, is the final segment of the show where we pre-prepare three topics and we'll say them, and then we'll count down from three, and then we'll all say whether we think they're iconic or not iconic. Uh, first up, we have Gorgeous. the butts of a loaf of bread. Like the, the heels. heels. You know is those that what it's called? Yeah. The heel of the bread. You know those two pieces on the ends. Oh, crrr, ready Red book ends. Three, two, two one. one. Iconic. Not iconic. Not iconic. I don't... Sam, you've changed your tune. No. You, you always uh, align something with I- iconic and being good and not iconic with being bad, but, like, these things are iconic because it's like, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what? what? Take me on this journey. That's fair. I have way more thoughts about the heels of bread than I do any any inner piece. So yeah, they're That's a staple of culture. You're making me rethink some things. They're a staple of culture, but they aren't something I want. <laughs> so, like, I mean, sure, I guess because they're talked about a lot, like. Mm-hmm. And people hate them, that it's iconic that people hate. Oh, it's like, why is this heel here? Can't do nothing with this. Oh, or if it's like, oh, someone gets stuck with a heel, that's funny. But like, overall, But you like them. I like eating them. I just don't think they're iconic. Like, I'll... Would you, would you put, like, bread, the crust of bread? I remember that being um, mm. a polarizing topic in our childhoods. I never got that. Where you would eat bread crust. Never so. understood that. I always was fine with eating bread. Honestly, like bread, like the crust the most sometimes, depending on the sandwich. Depends on the bread. Depends on the bread. Mm. You know what I mean? Because some of the crusts are good, and some crusts are just like chewy and nasty. My mom says her mom used to feed them to the birds, and that's a good use for them. I because that's the yeah. thing. That's good use. I don't understand why they still exist because bread manufacturers could easily take those parts, take those pieces out, and like. Use them in any other bread product. Like, why aren't they all breadcrumbs? Because then you're missing out. I mean, they could all be breadcrumbs. I'll give you that. But then you're missing out on the whole loaf. Like, the thing is, they bake it in the pan, so then you're getting the whole thing. Yeah, I guess. And they still and, work. And it would take away from, like, the natural perception of bread, right? It would yeah. insinuate a very processed product, which, you know, most of the bread in store is, but uh, it would certainly take away from dining or usage experience. Alisa brings up a great point. Your loaf will dry out. And Ray sure, says no, some people too. like them, <laughs> which is something I don't really think about. These are geniuses, and this is why we have the live open. Honestly, before we move on, we have to talk about... It's not an iconic, non-iconic subject, but we forgot to talk oh, yeah. about it in the opening. It doesn't need to be talked about as iconic, non-iconic, because obviously it's iconic. Obviously it's iconic. 
Liz, I don't know if you know this, Beyonce released a remix today of the song Savage by one Megan Thee Stallion. Are you familiar? Um, I did not know that. I haven't really been on the interwebs. This is um, hot off the presses. Yeah, hot off. It came out mere hours ago. I, uh, it's not going to shock you guys that I'm not familiar with the original um, as my method of finding out what music I should listen well, to. Well, I don't know. Joe and asking him what songs I should listen to on Spotify. So. The original song is something we've been singing in our bunker for about a week now. Oh, maybe even two. Longer. Yeah, maybe it's, two weeks where we've just been singing that song for so long. And to find out yeah. today out of nowhere that Beyonce released the remix of it, it's like that's what everything we needed. She's on the Corn Queen playlist. She's on our quarantine playlist. And Liz. Megan is amazing. I feel like you might know this song I've from TikTok. I've heard of her. I've heard of her. Does that count? Yeah, totally. You definitely know Megan. And but <laughs> I'm you really glad this is being documented. You'd be watching TikToks though. I feel like you've heard okay. Sap. Oh yeah, do you wait, you do watch TikToks? I had to take TikTok off my phone. <laughs> That's real. Okay. Was it like one of those choreographed dances? It's a dance. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm a savage. Classy, Classy, bougie, ratchet. You know that's on that one. Yeah, she's aware. She's aware. You're you're aware. We'll send you the Beyonce remix. It's fabulous. (laughs) Next up, Texas ladies just slang. Next up in iconic, not iconic was Zoe 101. (gasps) The show. uh, The show. You remember the show, Liz? I've never seen it. Is it Britney Spears? It's Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn. Yeah. Jamie Lynn. Sorry, she has a name. Jamie Lynn Spears. Okay, ready? Yes. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Iconic. I am so neutral, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Fair. real. Fair. Know that it was iconic. It was absolutely iconic. There, I believe you. I uh, believe you. The teen soap of our generation. Yeah, they filmed it at, was it Pepperdine University? Oh yeah, I guess the show Delaney Sweet went to the college where yeah. it was filmed at. You know that ridiculous college in California that just Friendly. like looks like, um, oh, yeah, what? it just looks like a resort. That's where they filmed it. Okay. Is it high school or college? Yeah, like so the boarding. setup of the show is that it's the first year where okay. girls are allowed at the boarding school that used to be all boys. But it's also in, like, uh, amazing California, and it's, like, everyone is cool. Okay. It's redone. And it's it good. like, your Dawson's Creek, maybe, a little bit? But, like, Nickelodeon. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was on, like, Teen Nick. Okay. Yeah. And she okay. had this friend. Jamie Lynn had this weird friend who would, like, make all these inventions, and she was the weird girl. She was my favorite. Mm, Quinn. So she, she was great. Zoe? She was Zoe. She was Zoe. Okay. And the show ended because fine. she got pregnant. Yeah, well, there was a season of the show where she was pregnant, and so her character went to London. (laughs) Yeah. And then they did a season of the show, like, without her, I think. Um, And then then she came back. I forget. But there was a pregnancy that affected the production of the show. Um, But I always enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a real iconic show. Everybody liked it. Like, it was just soapy and ridiculous. I'm glad. Um, Yeah, Pepperdine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm very happy for I them, and I hope that they yeah. feel like that they're uh, proud of the award they've received during this conversation. So I think Jamie Lynn is listening right now and is very Probably. appreciative. Yeah, yeah. I think I would hope so. I hope Jamie Lynn Spears is a word on the Straits fan. I know Brittany is. <laughs> Absolutely, I know she is. Last yeah. up, we have Chilaquiles. <gasps> Chilaquiles, Liz, are you familiar? 
Ready on three, two, two one. Not iconic. Iconic, but I don't like eggs. I'm going to say not iconic because I feel like a lot of people don't know what they are. And they're not a part of the moment. I would they're disagree. Iconic. I think they're iconic. I love them. I think they're having a brunch moment. Maybe yeah. not everywhere, but in New York they were definitely having a brunch moment. Yeah. I mean, it's been a traditional Mexican breakfast for eons. Mexican I, brunch is my favorite kind of brunch. And when I go to brunch, I pretty much exclusively get the Mexican omelet. So I am here for them. And I've had them on many occasions, but I don't think that people order get them. I love them. I get them all the time. So they're iconic to me. And Isn't I, there typically eggs involved? There's usually an egg on top, yeah. Yeah, like egg a fried on top, egg. right. So I try to order it holding the egg or just, you know, put it on the side. But, What's this uh, about not liking eggs, Liz? Has this been a forever thing? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we didn't really eat them. Um, yeah, growing up, we didn't eat Growing up very much. Yeah. Like, we always had, you know, the pancake waffle sitch on very the weekends. Um, and on the weekdays, it will shock you to learn that I was always late for school. And Vibe. so, you know, I'd pound an Eggo or a Pop-Tart. Exactly. I was Eggo in hand out the door. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I just didn't really grow up with them in my routine, mm-hmm. and, um, I've tried. I'll eat, like, um, egg bakes and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, I have nothing against them. Joe, will you explain chilaquiles to the audience? Because I think there's even some live viewers who don't, aren't sure. sure what it is. Sure. Chilaquiles is, like, essentially um, tortilla chips with a, like, green or red sauce, with, like, a veggie sauce. It's usually spicy. I think it's typically tomatillo. Yeah, it's usually... Typically tomatillo. Hashtag typically tomatillo. And then, like, there's, like, usually a meat or something, and then cheese, and then you put it in the broiler, and then you put eggs on top, and it's so banging. Whoa. It is so good. I am noticing we have a 90-second countdown. I guess you can only be live for an hour at a time. Um, I'm not sure. That's ridiculous. But, so we might, we kind of have to start wrapping up the show. But we covered, we did cover everything. Thank you so Absolutely. much for being here, Liz. Liz, this was amazing. Where can people find you if you want them to find you online? They don't need to. No. Um, lovely. <laughs> don't forget they'll to... Buy, they'll find me. I, trust me, but... <laughs> Don't forget to get tested, get registered to vote, and tip a local drag queen. You can follow the show at Word on the Straits, S-T-R-8-S. I'm at Sam Stanish on Twitter and Instagram. I have another podcast called The Bitter Jurors where we review and recap Survivor episodes. This week we did it with uh, Joseph Longo, who wrote the uh, recent article about Survivor having a gay following. Iconic. You can follow me at Queerbo Queen. I do beautiful, magical things. And tune in next week to Word on the Straits, you guys. Thank you so much for hanging oh, out. What? It ended. Oh my god, it our ended live early. Our live just ended. Our live ended early. It like the countdown wasn't even done. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um I say la vie you know, these days. I love our friends and I love the commenters and I love everyone who was here. Uh I'm so happy we did this, and I can't wait to do it again next week. Yes, it's been lovely. Absolutely. This was so good. Let's go have tacos. And unfortunately, no chilaquiles this week, but... We'll get them next week. Next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.